0: I never know sit what to. F- yeah sit down Sit down baby God. But I named her Rosie Because she's a great fucking gal Yeah That's funny Actually one of the girls Inside of uh, Animal Friends We were sitting there And her name was like Bingo And I was like That's not a girl name It's a bad name Yeah And they were like We gave it to her We She was a stray We really don't know her name And I was like Okay And one uh, Like a little girl Was like She is so cute And I was like What do you think We should name her She was like Rosie And I was like That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. No play in here.
1: Diesel. I don't think Diesel was the aggressor.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just relax. Both of you. (laughs) Hey. Not everybody can be Kirby.
1: It's a little sleepy sausage over here.
0: (laughs) Zoe's so concerned about him being depressed. He has no thoughts. Yeah.
1: He already ran away today. He is in rare form pretty much all the time. Well, he was pretty excited to see me. Yeah. I feel I felt bad for leaving him for, what, almost two months now?
0: <laughs> yeah. I, it was funny because, like, we had a stack of clothes on the, the little table when you first walk in. Mm-hmm. And it's been there since the last time you guys came over. And probably since her her siblings left. And I was like, I guess we got to clean up. Like, <laughs> we haven't had guests in almost two months. I wouldn't have given a shit, dude. I know. But it it motivated me to do something I needed to do. Like yeah, that's fair. That's Cause fair. I was just picking off clothes off that. And then like, <laughs> the cycle just Classic. kept continuing.
1: Yeah, this is Everybody's needs a laundry pile hey everybody welcome back to week three of feminist february i'm back in studio for the first time in 2022 Ooh. so this is exciting if my uh if my voice sounds a little sexier than normal that's why
0: yeah we can actually like we don't have to wait for each other to take turns to talk <laughs> yeah, over an, right. an internet connection Yeah,
1: i mean this that, what we'll get into it anyway we're doing ginger wallflowers from 2021 so let's get into it Oh! guys here we are uh like i said before in the intro week three ginger wall ginger, ginger! Um, i'm back like i said i'm back in studio uh it's nice to be back uh like this is the what are the google meet calls we've been doing are fine but i prefer being here both, both for audio quality also it's just easier to talk to somebody when you're sitting across a room from them um yeah so i'm excited to talk about this album i've been like i said last week we've been building it up for Fuck. i mean building up ginger for almost a year now so um it's 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 exciting to do there was it's lucky i didn't find the band for my song of the show until last night because we would have absolutely been doing that band um and i don't have any bands left this month so i'm gonna be a pouty sourpuss about it <laughs> um but anyway we'll, we'll talk about them at some point um i don't want to give their name so it doesn't become a meme like the other bands like <laughs> like dwarf and, right. and ginger but uh, I guess you'll know at the end of the episode. Anyway, um, Dill, what's up? How did you feel about this album? Let's get your opening thoughts slash whatever. So,
0: opening thoughts. Uh, we've nickel and dime ginger up until like our the dam had to break at some point. Yeah. We were gonna have to do a full album because uh, we've peppered them in song on the show. I know they come up on your release radar quite a bit. Yeah. Louis mentioned them on our top songs of uh, 2021, and so I had this like very different idea of what i thought it was going to be especially with the wallflowers being the song that yeah, Louie picked um it's probably the most different song on yeah. the album so i didn't expect it to be this fucking neckbreaker. brutal dude um and i enjoy it for that yeah. there, I, i'm gonna have some qualms um uh, that i'm gonna go through and they'll kind of play into my closing thoughts but generally i really like this album it was like the most metal thing we've done since gojira and it kind of felt good to like listen to some something that heavy and a lot of these songs are going to make it to my workout playlist so yeah uh what are your opening thoughts like what, Uh, what were your thoughts going into it
1: so i initially when i first listened to this i was just kind of doing shit around the house on my vacation a couple weeks ago um i guess it wasn't that long ago but anyway i was doing shit around the house so it might not have been on vacation but it was um i was just kind of mindlessly doing stuff and i just wasn't i was like man this isn't what i wanted it to be And I was kind of disappointed. Uh, But I think it's because I wasn't really listening to it. And if you're not really listening to metal, it can kind of all kind of sound the same at some point. Unless it's like something completely whacked out and weird. Which a lot of this stuff is when you actually sit down and listen to it. It took me listening to it in headphones, which like I normally like to do, to really get the full effect of this album. Because like, fuck man, I waited so long to listen to this and I wasn't blown away. And I was like, maybe I set my expectations too high. But once I actually gave it like a real true listen, I fell in love instantly. This is one of the best metal albums, if not the best metal album of the last 10 or so years. It's right up there with any Gojira release. Um, They're one and two in the world. I think I talked about that in the Gojira episode we did a few months ago. Um, There's just no better metal bands out there than these two.
0: Yeah, it's super refined. This is not a first album album by any means. And it was kind of cool to look up some info about them because she has like some sort of an accent. You can't really pinpoint it.
1: They're from the Ukraine. Yes. Which is wild. Big in the news recently. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully they'll be okay and can continue to do shit, but uh, we yeah, won't get it, into all that.
0: Right. But it was kind of wild to like hear. I, I, I guess I was like kind of thinking more Russian, you know, sure. Sp- splitting hairs really, but um it's all iron curtain. It's all yeah. <laughs> But it was really cool to you know look up these lyrics, and a lot of the lyrics are, um, pretty fucking brutal. Uh, yeah, not what you would expect. And in terms of Feminist February, this is bar none going to be the heaviest thing we do. Oh, yeah. Um, this might It might be the
1: heaviest thing we do, <laughs> ever.
0: Yeah, and uh, I, I guess we can just start doing song by song because I'll I'll get into some of my qualms here in a
1: minute. Yeah, I mean, just I mean, like I was saying before, it's like I think top to bottom, Ginger is the best metal pan in the world right now um all credit to gojira i think they're good ginger music musically is just just a slight notch above gojira i think they're doing some more interesting shit than gojira is currently so anyway um you start let me to start well i i'll start what do you think I haven't
0: like marched it out to see which ones I want to do, so I I can just start. Yeah, go ahead. I make you start. Go ahead.
1: I want to start. I want to talk about Vortex last. Okay.
0: Uh, so track number one, "Call Me a Symbol." Uh, what a sick intro. Yeah. Uh, the drummer really stands out in this track, and there's a lot of songs that he does the heavy lifting. I feel like. Yeah, for for sure. Yeah. Um, his kick pattern is insane, and it gives like this "oh shit" factor like right out of the gate. Uh, the last two albums we've talked about was kind of like, oh, you know, they're kind of easing us. in. Mm-hmm. this does not do no. that. It busts the gate down and it really doesn't let up except a, a couple moments. And even in those moments, they kick you in the teeth <laughs> again. So, uh, But yeah, this is like straight metal until 218 where we get some clean vocals yep. for the first time, which I thought was kind of a ballsy move. You know, opening track, you don't get clean vocals till over halfway through the song. Um, it's almost jarring how saccharine her voice is. It reminds me of like, I wrestled a bear once yeah. where it's like scream, scream, scream. And then it's like super melodic. And it's, um, I don't know. The first time I heard it it was jarred because she has a bunch of different ranges she uses for her singing. Yeah. But to use that, like such a stark difference was really cool. Um, the song is basically talking about don't trust your heroes. Don't think they're perfect. Don't trust me. And I thought it was really cool of like, Hey, I'm just because I'm famous. Doesn't mean I'm perfect.
1: Yeah. Um, this whole album is very self-reflective, whether it's about Tatiana or whatever, whoever the speaker is in each song. It's very, very, uh, I don't want to say self deprecating, but it's very much a take a look in the mirror kind of album, at least for the lyrics that I looked at. Cause I didn't look at it for everyone.
0: Yeah. Spotify has kind of spoiled us that we don't have to <laughs> I know, I, I know. I think we've talked about that before, yeah. but the whole being able to read the lyrics along while you're listening is yeah. really cool. Um, Starting and ending the song with the look at me reminds me of the Joker, circa Dark Knight. Oh, God, <laughs> you can't unhear uh, it. Once. Go back and listen to it, and you'll be like, "Look at me!" I don't want to.
1: I don't want to. That character has been ruined forever by fucking internet dweebs. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love the. I love. I love the Dark Knight, and I love Joker.
0: It uh, it almost plays perfectly,
1: and you either die a hero, or you live long, long enough yeah. to see yourself to I become a villain. I guess you're right, and I fucking hate that character now. <laughs> uh anyway yeah so i agree with you on pretty much everything you said um it's a good strong heavy start which i'm a big fan of um it it, we get that in both the opener and the closer it's like we've got we've almost gotten spoiled with like nice sweet openers and closers not this week (laughs) The, the last song especially kicks the fucking shit out of you um but yeah no it's less prog than i think they normally get they're more especially for these first five or so tracks it's this is just fucking metal. Like, there's no there, – I mean, there's prog shit in there because that's what they do. But it's – it's. this is just in your face. I'm going to stick my fist down your throat. Fucking mosh and metal, dude. It's yeah. awesome. It's, it's fucking – it sounds so good. Um, And I, I'll get into it more later just about how tight this entire group is together. And I think that's what really sets them apart from – any other metal back, act in the world, aside from Gojira, who is also their their musicianship, musicianship is super tight. Um, I think Tatiana's growls are the best in the game, male or female. I think she does it so well, you can't tell. You, if you didn't know this was the same person, you would have no idea. You would think there's a male growler and a female... like clean vocalist mm-hmm. and it's it's insane how good how refined she is at it. she's been doing it for a long time so that you know that she's doing it the correct way because she hasn't flamed out yet you'll hear a lot of growlers they'll do one or two albums and then there's their voice is destroyed so and the fact that she can still sing clean let you know she's doing it correctly as well anyway mm-hmm. i digress i'm not a vocal teacher um but i do love i'd love her clean vocals too when they pop in at what did you say the two yeah i have the same note Two. i had 215 218 whatever right around there. Um, they're clean and they're sweet but they don't lose any of the intensity and I think that's when you get a lot of female leads in metal bands they lose intensity like the music behind them doesn't quite match and there's something to that but with Ginger and Tatiana's voice, you get this... There's no intensity lost. It still feels just as heavy as it was before. It doesn't feel like a sweet voice singing in front of a, a death parade. Mm-hmm. It still feels like she's part of that death parade. She's just, you know, out in the front leading it with a fucking baton of skulls. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um there's also like a doom metal-esque instrumental break that just really kicks ass. And then it goes straight into more grouse from Tatiana to kind of end the song. And, yeah, just a great fucking opener, man. I just... I. I'm pissed that I didn't listen to this in headphones first, like I knew I should. Headphone, or metal especially, needs to be listened to as loud as possible. So if you're not listening to it in a with a huge system or in your headphones, you're not going to get the full effect, because you're not going to hear all the intricacies going on.
0: Yeah, where I said last week that I listened to um, Pillow Queens in the car, and it yeah. it really opened my eyes to the album, I did not enjoy this in the car as much as I did like listening to it at home, yeah. like on the speakers yeah. and stuff, so... There, there is something to that.
1: Yeah, 100%. Um, you ready to move on? Let's do it. All right. Number two, Colossus, which is a fucking cool name for a song. Um, again, I've talked about it before. Metal doesn't have to be about anything. You can just name stuff cool shit. <laughs> I don't know, I'm sure this is – I didn't look up the lyrics to this song, so I'm sure there's a meaning behind it. Um, but I really love how punchy the bass is in this mix. So you can hear the bass a lot. And I think I'm coming to realize as we've been doing this podcast, if I don't hear bass in a song, I don't like it. It's just not as good. It's not as good if you can't if there's bass isn't forward in the mix. It's just there's there's something missing in the depth. If I really have to dig for it, I'm not going to enjoy a song as much. So it's nice to have a a metal band that understands the importance of bass, yeah, <laughs> and a bass guitarist into the overall rhythm section of uh um your you know your entire outfit.
0: Louis really incepted our
1: minds. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I've always loved bass, but yeah, maybe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> After we did uh, the album with him, the The presidential one. Yeah. Nuclear power trio. Now you can't, like, you're looking for it. Yeah. So I think you're right.
1: I still hear that fucking, that bass breakdown. (laughs) I still hear that all the time in my head. Um, But yeah, no, I've been listening to Tatiana growl growl for years now, but she fucking goes off. Like, I've never heard her growl quite this much, this often, because she does a lot of clean vocals typically I and mean, she growls a lot but it's 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 more of a 50 50 split i think in the these first two songs especially it's like 80 percent growls 20 percent clean which for is sure which is cool I, I think i think it's because it's not, she's not trying to be accessible you know what i mean it's like you we've been doing this shit for years if you don't like us by now i don't give a fuck i'm gonna growl my fucking female dick off
0: <laughs> yeah i think there there's something to like setting the tone for the album too like don't get it twisted this is going to be a heavy
1: album yeah yeah, yeah for sure i think they you're still in that and uh the, the way this especially with the bass forward sound in this i don't know if this is intentional or not but it almost reminds me of like early to mid 2000s mudvayne in the way it kind of feels in the mix and it's not a that's not a bad thing. I know people will think mudvayne and like oh that's an insult. Like no, mudvayne made some really good shit. Like it's really heavy too even though they they got some radio play. Like I've talked about the greatest joke of all time with mudvayne. Um and the, the drums in this track are crazy. I feel like they switch time signatures on a dime almost every thirty seconds. It's crazy, but it still works. I don't know if they are actually switching timing signatures, but the patterns are switching every every fucking thirty seconds, and it still works. It's crazy. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I kind of had the same same notes as you. Another neck breaker right out the gate, really setting the tone. And this song, more than the last song, I thought going back and forth between the sings the singing and the screaming was super impressive. And I, I. This was probably the most impressive one, uh, in terms of like just going back and forth and how quickly she did it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to see it live, I'd love to see how she pulls it off. She
1: can do it, I yeah. promise you.
0: <laughs> I, it, I I don't doubt it, but just like I was listening to it, like, no, n- that's gotta be tough,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah,
0: 100%. And especially you know, playing a 20, 20 show tour or something like that's that's gotta wear on you, yeah. Um, but. There's an instrumental break at 1:15, and then again at 1:15. I think it's a post-chorus like yeah. break. Holy hell! <laughs> I did I did the 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 rock on emoji because I was so fucking high. Threw up. up
1: the fucking do devil horns, huh? <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. But she uh she really reaches for those guttural screams in the back half of the song, and it was like, damn, this girl has her range. Yeah. She goes all she can. She has full range singing and screaming, and that's like. God damn. Like she's putting on a clinic this this uh this whole album. Right. Um so you ready to get into track 3?
1: Oh, I couldn't be more ready, buddy. Okay.
0: Uh Vortex, I'm pretty sure this has been one of your songs of the show because I've heard this song before. Maybe. Um the drummer's intro is what every drummer wishes he was allowed to do to start a song <laughs> because it's almost free form. It reminds me of the Miles Teller movie where he plays the drums. Mhm. Sure. Um, uh but the song would be a killer song to like open a concert with. Yeah just to like, he starts out and then the full band comes in and then she starts, um, she comes in. And, you know, the rest of the song is really okay until the guttural, like, uh, she says, whirl through the black hole in the floor. And that comes in and at she goes,
1: <laughs> that's way too loud. <laughs> oh my cut god no out. Cut i'm that, keeping it cut out. no <laughs> way <laughs> it's so <sighs> i thought i can't even get that low dude it's fucking crazy
0: it's crazy uh and after that moment i felt like the whole song like maybe it was because the intro was so good and like we kind of meandered along but that like i don't know if it like caught the whole band's attention and just like was like it brought everyone to attention. Yeah, it's kind of like when your high school football coach would yell at you, and you'd be like, "Oh shit!" Like <laughs> you like snap back in. And I felt like we get nasty chugs, we get nasty bass, and then I'm gonna let you talk about the ending of the song, because <laughs> you t- you texted me about it, and it was a, it made me go listen to this song. first. Well,
1: yeah, I mean the ending is just when it starts with that swirl, dude, because it's like. You're getting a little bit of it, but it just fucking comes out of nowhere, dude, and kicks you right in the fucking dick, dude. It's jarring. It's jarring, like it. Like I legit, when I was listening to it today for my notes, I knew it was coming, but I I paused the fucking song because I was like, oh fuck, dude, it gave me goosebumps. Like yeah. I don't care who you are. If you like metal, you don't like metal. If you hear this, if you listen to the song and you get to that point in the song and you don't fucking want to kill yourself. <laughs> not kill yourself, but like, if you don't feel something, you're crazy. You don't like music. You don't like it it, it. it transcends any sort of taste in music. there, cause there's the, how deep she gets into that growl. I've never heard something like that before that came from her fucking toes, dude. I mean, it's, it's crazy how deep she got in that growl. I mean, I wish you guys could see the waveform for when I tried it. It's, it's just pure, pure white. <laughs> I overestimated. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna take a screen. Sh- I'm gonna take a picture of it and, and post it. I overestimated how sensitive my microphone was, <laughs> or underestimated. Anyway, um, but yeah, no, dude. I, going back to the beginning of the song, um, well, uh, as far as the end of the song goes, uh, I just had my last note. Is step on me, metal, mommy. I'd fucking, I'd let Tatiana just destroy my balls, dude. With just the point of a steel of a like a wall of death, and just be like, this is for you. As long as she like stepped on him, and then brought the mic to her mouth and just did that <laughs> swirl while she did it yeah I'd let her do anything anyway <laughs> she's in a happy committed relationship yeah but I would let her do whatever the fuck she wants to yeah anyway um, yeah no it's finally a little bit of a slower intro but those drums are fucking sex dude they it's they're 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 kind of punchy but they're soft at the same time where it needs to be like, it's like he's very lightly tapping then <laughs> like a quick little like tom hit it's it's oh fuck it's so goddamn good and that's what i'm talking about like because it's very i talk about it later too where i just kind of got lost in the song and i just forgot to take notes mm. <laughs> but you, it's very easy to forget the rest of the band because tatiana is such a fucking force um i also want to point out the amount of times i wrote fuck in my notes is crazy i know i usually don't swear in my notes because they're just for me but i just that's how Saying "fuck" while listening to this album feels right. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it just, it's you have to do it. Um, yeah, put the fucking drums in this intro, pure sex. <laughs> Um It's it's cool to hear a mostly clean Tatiana vocal finally. This felt more familiar to me than the stuff that I'm used to from them. Um, she's so so creepy, and I think that's why I like her so much is because she is like I was talking about in the last track it's just she has some sort of depth to her voice it might be that ukrainian accent that kind of peeks through and my i think it's more in just her control and her delivery but she fuck dude she just makes me uneasy and the song makes me uneasy but in the best ways
0: yeah i I, there's something like haunted it's same way with paris where i felt like like what's happened to you to make you so like dark yeah and i love it like the wednesday adams effect is just all over the place yeah
1: yeah, I don't even know it's, it's that. It's it's more creepy than it's than that. Yeah. It's this is like a fucking I don't know, some fucking medieval witch that's like got fucking shit hanging off of her, but she's still sexy somehow. Anyway. I've got a,
0: I've got a song later that I actually describe what I feel like that is, and there's something similar. So <laughs> sure. I'm gonna save mine.
1: Um so yeah, there's you're right. There's two breakdowns. There's one at 130, um, where she first starts to scream kind of fucking you're like oh shit okay we're back we're back like this is this is fucking crazy I put it made me want to cower in the corner and but also punch everything around me at the same time <laughs> like I was scared but also like fuck yeah Um, and then 3.30 when that swirl comes in oh my god yeah fucking brutal
0: and they make you wait so long for it <sighs> yeah. that you almost think like we're tapering off like the, the rest of the song is gonna be like yeah I didn't expect that for the yeah, last 30 yeah. seconds.
1: This is easily my favorite track on the album, too. It's not even close. Not even close. Um, anyway, before I can talk, because I can talk about the song all day, let's move on to number four, Disclosure. Um, woo! Yes, Dil gets his <laughs> woo. Oh, man. I'm a man. I'm a simple man. I just want to will. The first time I heard that, I was like, oh, Dill's going to be so fucking excited, especially after the brutality we just got got off from. And it's, it's, this is more, this is more of like a hard rock intro. This is not really metal to start, which is cool. It's a good little break after being fucking abused for the it's first time. It's what three they
0: tracks. thought metal was in the 80s. Yeah, sure.
1: Yeah, 100%. Like yeah. Def Leppard and. Yeah, it's, it's not, it's not quite that, but yeah, it's, it's definitely in that kind of hard rock, more of like a Rob Zombie vein. Mm-hmm. Um, not quite metal, but you, if you call it metal, nobody would tell you you are wrong. So, and you get that woo. It's just fucking awesome. It's it just it's playful and um, it really kind of fits this kind of off kilter tone for this track for, as compared to the rest of the album. But um, yeah, it's really cool. Um, it, it's it's definitely a metal track, but like the it's it there's that spoken word aspect to it that's just a little bit less brutal it's more acceptable i could see this getting some radio play maybe um the chorus is really good it's almost like anthemic where she does disclosure it's just the way she sings it is really cool i mean it's kind of again like everything they do it's a little bit out of not out of tune but it's got a weird like progression to it um but it sounds really really cool um, and I love it that two, like, it's like a 250-ish mark where she's doing some growling, but like her feminine growl comes through, which you almost never hear with her. And it was just a really cool moment for me because it it, it kind of really sold the – whatever she was saying at that point, it sold that emotion. I didn't even know – had to know what she was saying, but I b- fucking believed it mm-hmm. because it just felt like raw emotion at that point because she usually has such good control of her deep growls that when you, you could tell it was a woman doing it for the first time. It just really, really sold that emotion, and um, but yeah, the last chorus and the outro blows the hard rock argument right out of the water because she just takes the what has been kind of like a not not poppy but like more hard rocky chorus and just makes it metal because she just fucking growls it.
0: Yeah, I that was actually my qualm with the song because I liked like the hair metal band kind of feel to it, and I felt like the screams were kind of out of place for this song. Sure. Um, and I don't know if it's like a, we really wanted to do like a hair metal song, but we don't want this to get, re- we don't want people to like identify us with this song. Sure. We don't want it to be our, our free bird. Um, <laughs> so I don't know if they like peppered in screams to like avoid that. Um, but it almost makes the song have like a weird identity yeah, of sure. like, it starts out as this one song and then it ends as this other song. And you're like, you almost have to check Spotify and be like, is this the same song? Yeah. Like, um, and that's kind of my gripe with a couple of the songs on the album was like if you have a song and it like is progressing a certain way and then you just like stop and then go and we're like no
1: we're a metal band no, it's
0: almost like you're fighting it
1: that's prog dude that's just prog metal i mean gojira does it too they do it all the time and i think that's why i like it i sure if you're not used to it it's very jarring but i've grown to love it yeah i'm not saying you're wrong i'm just saying like that's just what prog metal is <laughs> it's yeah it's well, that that's just a criticism ninja- i
0: had through the album was like you can't have any momentum.
1: Yeah, sure. Sure.
0: I get that. So, like, if we had, like, that big, heavy song, and then we come in through with a, a hair metal song, and you're like, okay, like, we'll ride this out, and then maybe we'll go heavier the next song. But, like, they're like, no, we're going to get heavy, like, halfway through this
1: song. Yeah, no, I get it. So. For me, I look at it like a reward. It's like, hey, you heard listen to something different. Here you go. Here's a, here's a little tasty morsel. This is your cheese at the end of the maze, you fucking rat. Um <laughs> uh no but yeah like i was like i was gonna say uh like 12 foot ninja does it a lot like any prog metal act is gonna do that it's just because they can like because if once you get labeled prog you're like well i can do whatever the fuck i want now yeah yeah so um anyway i'll let you uh, finish your thoughts there or move on to copycat
0: let's do it let's get into copycat um this is like a 2010s metalcore track sure um The fry screams with high intensity. It's very like asking Alexandria, bring me the horizon, skylight drive, and I love it. Yeah, Um, it transported me back, and I I wasn't really expecting that on this album. And I think this might be one of my favorite songs on the album, just because it is so straightforward.
1: Yeah, it's 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 got like a punk drums for most of it, and I was really fucking fucking. I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) What are we? What am I listening to? Yeah, Uh, it's, it's it's it's, but it's cool. Like. Um sorry, were you yeah, I didn't mean yeah, to yeah. cut in. Um But yeah, man, it's just there's a super discordant guitar to open, but it's good. It's kind of like what I was talking about earlier where it doesn't seem like it should sound good, but it does. Mm-hmm. It just does because, you know, they're good musicians and they know music theory and they know that, hey, I know this sounds good to the ear. This doesn't sound like it's resolved, but it it probably is. I don't fucking know. I don't know music theory. (laughs) Anyway, um, yeah, like the the punk drums that come in for the like pre-chorus and the chorus, like they don't leave. Um, They're just really fast and it's like almost kind of thrashy, shreddy. It's it's really, really cool. Um, And there's a breakdown right before – that first chorus where everything drops out and you get one, maybe the cleanest harmonic I've ever heard in my life. And it's like, it just, it's like a stiletto straight through your fucking brain, dude. Or like getting hit with like a super clean sniper shot. It just, it's like, I don't know, dude, it's so sharp and pointy and clean and good. And it's fucking awesome. Again, using silence correctly, they drop everything out for like a second and a half and just this super clean, just harmonic. I don't know how they made it sound so powerful, because by definition, harmonics aren't supposed to sound that powerful, but it's fucking I don't even know if it is a harmonic. It's it sounds like one though. It's fucking ugh, fuck, dude. Just great musicianship. Um Yeah, man, it's just really cool. Um I'm addicted to Tatiana's clean vocal, and I could I would honestly listen to a full album of her just singing clean too. So
0: Yeah. I, I'd love to hear it. Yeah. Maybe if she did like a single album or yeah. like a like a single like a solo Project. EP or yeah. something. Yeah. I don't know why I couldn't think of solo. I was stuck on single. It's the same <laughs> meaning. I've been watching Westworld and I was like stuck in a loop. You ever seen Westworld? No. <laughs> the robots get stuck in a loop and like they can't get out of it. And I felt like that was my, I was like single, 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 single. <laughs> and they're like, okay. <laughs>
1: He's done. He's done. I got to start him over. Bill <laughs> stroked out again. <laughs>
0: Uh, so let's get into Pearls and Swine.
1: Pearls and Swine. This is one of the first songs I actually like. looked up the lyrics to because as I was listening to it, it was like, there's, there's something here that mm-hmm. I need to probably break down for a podcast about breaking down music. Um, the whole song kind of feels like a shot at idiots. It's like just a shot across the bow of not just idiots, but people believing in idiots. It's like, don't confuse swine for pearls. Um, it, where it's very easy. I think the line is like, there's not a teacher that would teach a uh piglet how to use pretty words like it's just this it's the her lyrics are fucking awesome like once you actually read them because like i've I've talked about it before metal lyrics don't need to mean anything they can just be about slicing a dragon's head off while you hellfire rains down upon you and i would feel just as cool about it but when actually has something to say that that's when it grabs my attention gojira is very much like that too they're very environmentalist which is kind of dorky but it's fine um but yeah, no. Getting into the actual uh, sonic sound of the song, um, the ambient open is really cool. It's very reverby, but that it doesn't last very long. <laughs> it's like ten seconds of like, oh, this is nice. You think you're finally getting a palate cleanser? Nope, nope. Here's a fucking nail bat right to your face. I wrote
0: it was a doom metal intro, and then I said
1: tip of the cap. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I know what that is. <laughs> I know. I know. I know what words are.
1: I know things. Um. Yeah, it's, and then this is this this the song I was talking about where I just kind of got lost for a little bit. And I was like, it's really easy to overlook the band in in this, but every single one of them shows out in the song: the bassist, the guitarist, the drummer, and obviously Tatiana is great. She she can do no wrong in my eyes. Um, but it it it's it's one of the things I have to resist all the time when I'm listening to Ginger, is because I just get so enraptured by her. And I forget to listen to the rest of the band, and they're fucking world class, dude. And it's—I think you do yourself a disservice if you don't at least acknowledge the fact that the band around her is fucking awesome. And I think this song is a great—it's it const- a well-constructed song musically. And I think you should. Like, I don't know. I'm kind of going off on a tangent here, so I'll just let you hop in. No, yeah, I—I <laughs> I think you're right. And it, it, I, this song
0: much like the last song kind of frustrated me because it sure. it has like this weird identity of like being part doom metal and then kind of just like a run of the mill metal track and i i kind of just want her to make it i want not her but like the whole band to make a decision like what is this mm-hmm. um and i think that's like part of that is like i wanted like deep guttural screams in the song more than the fry because like if it's going to be doom you want it to be like doom and like digging deep but obviously i i didn't write the song so it's it's not up to me but that's (laughs) just what i was looking for out of it because it kind of felt out of place almost sure um that being said i really like when she does like the slow singing because it kind of lulls you Mm -hmm. in and kind of like how they use silence um i they use her slow singing sometimes to make make you think like oh maybe that's how we're going to end the song and then no. We snap right this out with some just,
1: screaming. This album's full of traps.
0: Yes. Um, there are trap doors everywhere, and this song, I really enjoyed that the end of the song for that. But yeah. a lot of times, I felt like this song was a little meandering at times. Sure. Sure, I get that. Um, not to say I didn't like it, but I also felt like, mm, I'm not going to say trim the fat because, you know, <laughs> we just did all four-minute songs on our last album. Yeah, uh, But, yeah, I, I enjoyed it sleep with the righteous sure. track number seven um another pump fake you think this is gonna uh, this is second time in a row fool me once, shame on you fool me twice shame on me um but they do a doom metal intro and we quickly snap out of it and, and maybe 10 seconds worth uh, this is
1: this is Genty boy this ain't no doom metal this is gent <laughs> this is let me play the same open note in a really interesting way <laughs> yeah
0: and then we get some chugs and mm. i love this intro um and then this is the song where the clean vocals were almost terrifying to me. Yes. Uh it's it's like a siren lulling you out, luring you out to the water and you're like like mesmerized by it and you don't know why and you're like finding yourself
1: farther farther out in the water and then she swallows you whole. Yep, she just fucking opens her mouth as wide as your body. That's way better than my medieval witch with <laughs> shit dripping off of her analogy.
0: <laughs> uh but you can't it's like Beowulf dude, like Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Angelina Jolie is going to get me every time. And Tatiana is going to get me every yep. time. Um, there is a lyric in here that I wrote down. I swear I'll start to believe in God if he'll give me rapture. Hell yes, dude. Oh, emo as hell. Uh, you yeah. Sign me up. I'm going to tattoo that on my forehead. <laughs> hell yeah. Um, But yeah, this song, it's my palate cleanser for sure. Interesting. Just because the last two songs were so, I don't, I don't want to say misguided, but like, it felt like we were on a journey that I wasn't really a part of. Sure. Or maybe like I'm I missed something. Sure. So to have a song that like I could wrap my head around and then have some cool lyrics and then have some little moments, oh, I loved it. So my palate cleanser.
1: Yeah. No, I that's I think that's fine. I think the next two tracks can be 'cause i like i I kind of just lost myself in this song, or I just forgot to take notes again um, and I think I just wrote just general thoughts at this point in the album. it's like it re- really struck me while listening to this track specifically that um this is a really, really mature album, like you said before, this is definitely not a first album. You can tell these guys have been playing together for a while, you know they know how to play together, but more than that, they're just all really really intellectual musicians and I think everything is what really struck me is how intentional every little detail is it's every note is placed exactly where it should be to get the desired effect there's just enough spacing here and there between certain things and um, and that's why I think I love like Gojira and Ginger so much I know I've been talking about Gojira a lot but it's just they're the two best in the world Um, that's the difference between them and every other metal act it's like every other metal back act like because Ginger and Gojira are brutal and good. Every other metal act right now just focuses on the brutal and forgets about being good. And I think that is a huge disservice to metal. And I think people that continue to listen to this shit, they're just, obviously that's what people are apparently quote unquote like, and they're missing out on good production and good musicianship. And, I don't know. There's just something about... I know you don't necessarily love the progginess of a lot of this stuff where it kind of switches back and forth and you get like four different songs in one song. I love that shit because if you could do that and make it sound cohesive like Ginger and Gojira do, I mean, what the fuck? What are you doing? Like, How can you take four different sounds and make them sound like one song? And I think that's super, super impressive just in the intentionality of it all and making it work. I think there is something
0: to... You know, sacrificing being brutal for being good. Um, The same way in the pop-punk world, like, playing fast and playing loud doesn't necessarily mean you're
1: a good act. You don't have to do that. You can do both. I just don't... It it fucking pisses me off. And uh, Just a...
0: I I don't know if we're going to lose ourselves in this episode, but that's why I appreciated Jail Socks so much. It's like, this is their first full-length, and they were... Taking the time and effort to, like, make it sound good. Yeah, it was
1: really good. And they tried stuff. Like, they tried stuff. And I think they didn't, like... I don't know. I Like I said, I had some, you know, not so great things. I mean, I didn't mean any of it, truly. Right. But they, it was an impressive album. Especially if these kids are, like, 18, 19 years old. And they fucking put together a, an interesting album.
0: Yeah. So, th- th- they're, the they're I think the sustainability of a band, like, Ginger is... On top of the world for a reason mm-hmm. and same with gojira and same with all these bands that like take the time to like get better and not just like make it more brutal and sure. i think there is something to that to like appreciate what kind of effort you have to put in to make an album
1: yeah And it, 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 it's well i was talking about it kind of last night with when i was looking at funk or whatever p-o-p-h-o-n-k for those of you that don't know what that is it's basically just drifter music um i chose a funk song by henson a couple of weeks ago from my Um, song of the show and i've been obsessed with her specifically and i've been trying to find more music like that because i love that sound and it has a lot of potential to be fucking cool as shit because it's it can be heavy but also chill at the same time which i'm really big fan of um but everybody that i found with outside of a few last night it took me hours to find those it really ben found it for me and then from that guy i found other people that i liked there's just an there's an amateurish quality to it. It's like you can make it sound like what you like this thing but it's not that thing. Yeah. I think the analogy I used in the group chat last night it's like having a really f- just a phenomenal authentic Mexican meal for your first time ever eating Mexican and then only having Taco Bell for the rest of your life. Like it's good but it's not what it's never going to reach that magic of the first. It's like what it was for me discovering Fonk through Henson. It's like, oh, this is, she's the best. So yeah. now everything else is going to suck by comparison. Just a bunch of 16-year-old Russian teenagers that like to drive their cars. Like, oh, this will sound cool while I'm fucking sideways in a corner. So I don't know, man. It, there's, there's The more music you listen to, I think it becomes more and more clear what separates good bands from – just average, like great bands from average bands, even though they might sound similar on the surface. Once you actually start really listening to music, it really becomes stark to the point where I get pissed off listening to metal now, because it's all so fucking bad. And I don't understand why people are listening to it Mm -hmm. because you can listen to something like this album and you get the same brutality, but none of the fucking terrible shit that comes with it. It's like, you can be melodic and you can be good, And you can be brutal. Then those things are not mutually exclusive. It just, I just, it's why I get such a hard on for bands like this because they're so few and far between anymore. Yeah. Anyway, let me let me. You gotta regroup. Hop down off that high horse. (laughs) No,
0: I think you're right, and you know we don't talk about that enough. Of like, we we cover a lot of good bands, so I think we kind of take it for granted. We don't. We don't really pick consciously like bad bands. Well, we don't, why would be? we? Don't, we like, don't give bad reviews. We
1: have to listen to this shit all the time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so. so I I think that's that's a good observation of like where metal and uh, genres in general because everything has to be condensed into a TikTok or yeah something palatable and so a lot of these four minute songs can be brushed under the rug.
1: Yeah, and well, I think for better or worse, I think doing this podcast has ruined a lot of music for me. Like, cause I don't really listen to music a whole lot outside of what I'm listening to for the podcast now, because it's like what we're listening to is really good. And so anything else by comparison, especially in that same genre, unless it's also really, really good, it annoys me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I can't listen to it. Like to the point, like I was on the way here, I drove in silence. (laughs) The entire 40 minute drive out here. I also had a bunch of shit on my mind, but um, I just drove in silence because I was like, I can't, listen to bad music right now. I don't want to listen to bad music yeah. right now. So I, I there's like in the summer I think when we are doing our playlists I have a higher tolerance for it, but it's when we're doing full albums and you get something that's crystallized so well like this album is, I just have no tolerance for anything other than what that standard is. And so I was like, you know what? I even had I had my classical music station on. Classical music is always my bastion when I feel like this. I because it's always good. Yeah, the reason it's still being played today when it was written in fucking 1600s is because it's fucking phenomenal. But even then, I was like, "Nope, no music. I need silence and I need my thoughts." Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. It's it's uh it's a blessing and a curse, I suppose. Yeah. Let me hop down off my high horse again. We we got right back <laughs> up and we we're back down. My high horse was riding an even higher horse, <laughs> so let me hop down off both of those. Um, anyway where were we
0: we're talking about wallflower
1: or we're, we're, we're getting into wallflower. okay uh, and it's even so it's mine i, I remember i know how to do stuff now it's, it's like we've been doing this for a few years now um anyway wallflower uh we've already talked about this song a little bit because it was one of louis picks for the um top five songs of 2021 and it's still as good as it was then as it is now um yeah. or vice versa whatever um i think does she use that line in this song Yes. The 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 verse of ice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I fucking love that line. Um, yeah. It's like you. So you really wanted base to take center stage. Eat up, little boy. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. The, no wonder this was Louis's top number. Mm. I think it was his number two pick.
1: Yeah. And again, I. Uh, I this is the point in my listen where it's just like i was just really gushing in my own brain about how much I love Gojira Um, sorry, fucking Ginger. Ginger. G- Get in. <laughs> We're not talking about Gojira. Ginger. We gotta reset. Uh, Ginger. <laughs> uh but i was like finally a palate cleanser like i can fucking relax and not be like constantly trying to block body blows and shit um and what what struck me in this because it's really it's all it's just tatiana singing clean and there's a lot of bands out there that have a female lead like nightwish is like the one that everybody talks about because Floor jansen is whatever she's legendary in the the power metal game I hate Nightwish. I think they're cheesy. I think female-led power metal bands like that are fucking corny. I think they're a gimmick. Despite how talented the entire band is, they just sound they sound nerdy. And I, I fully accept that metal is nerdy, and I fully accept that power metal is the nerdiest of all metals, but this just sounds... <laughs> this sounds... Like I don't want to be a part of it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like that's what a lot of, a trap that a lot of female and metal bands fall into is they don't know how to make their female lead come up to the band. I think they either stand apart like they do, like Floor Jansen does, in Nightwish, um, or they just are completely swallowed by the 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 track behind them. And but Ginger again she's just she's out like i said before she's out there in that fucking death parade leading with that fucking staff of skulls and fucking bone necklaces and shit she's she's fully a part of the band they're fully integrated there's nothing about her that stands out apart from the band i mean yes obviously i talked about earlier it's hard to not focus on her but it's not she doesn't stand apart from she's still part of that music that's going on for sure um anyway let me get back into this song um it's so nice until 2:40, <laughs> where Tati can't help herself and she just needs to get in at least one growl, and that kind of just stays there throughout the rest of the song. And you know, I was like, you know what, fuck me. This, this, this fucking Palatkins are fucks.
0: Yeah, it, it, yeah. If if track seven wasn't the Palatkins, or track eight definitely is, and it's got good melody, it's got good clean vocals, mm-hmm. and it almost, you almost think like there's no way there's not gonna be a scream and you almost wait 3 minutes for it so you're like oh shit maybe we will and to no surprise she does end up yeah, screaming into like it. it ends the song in a really cool way and this was the this is what i was kind of feeling like the rest of the album could have been yeah at, at least the songs that i felt were a little like scatterbrained sure like this was a good way of like leading into the scream and not just having that stark difference so i really enjoyed this song and I kind of took for granted that this was the one of the few songs I'd heard from this album because, like, this is kind of what I thought the album was going to be. Yeah. And I I think it's one of the standouts for a reason. I think Louis picked it for the album for a reason. You sure. It is like definitely the most different from the
1: rest of the album. Yeah. It stands above for sure. Not not necessarily because it's better, but because it is so wildly different.
0: Yeah. Um. So track nine, dead hands feel no pain. Uh, we're getting. I feel like we're getting to the lighter part of the album. Yeah, I agree. And uh, this is almost like post hardcore. Yeah. Um, I can't think of any bands off the top of my head, but um, circa 2006. Just True. picture that. Um, this is another song that kind of loses its identity three fourths the way through, and it kind of like meanders through chugs, and it, I feel like it got hard for the sake of getting hard. Um, but um, and um, <laughs> that being said. All that being said, the ending grout is fucking tight. Yeah. Uh, it's, I don't know how long she holds that note, but it felt like forever. It's awesome. It's fucking awesome. Yeah.
1: Because I, I feel very much the same. I feel like this whole song is pretty disjointed. I think it's a real rare, rare musical miss. I think because the, the opening is very disjointed and then it kind of comes back together again in the chorus and it kind of stays in that kind of weird pocket for a little bit. It's just it doesn't feel as cohesive as the rest of the album. And I think there's a reason this is track number nine um but um like i i don't know i was listening to it was like i was i think i would skip this in this album and every time i listened to it then that breakdown happens and i said mm, would i because this breakdown is fucking awesome it all, it it so nearly saves this track and i thought about it and i listened to it i listened to that breakdown specifically like three or four times on my notes listen i was like you know what I wouldn't skip this track, but I would definitely fast forward to three thirty where this breakdown starts to listen to it. You,
0: yeah, you got you got to sift through almost four minutes worth to get that yeah. little moment. Yeah, and it is it is so good that oh, like, it's fucking it makes you dude. want to listen to the song again. But yeah. is it worth three minutes and thirty seconds of your time?
1: No, it's not. Um, not for me anyway. There's probably somebody out there that fucking loves this song. Yeah, but for you and I, nope. Just skip to three thirty and uh, move on to. As I boil ice, which is, I don't know why, I don't know why I said it that way, but apparently, well, it was great because I boil ice. <laughs> I've never been on live television before. Apparently, I've never been on live television before. Um, anyway, um, dead memes from 2010. <laughs> um, this is much better. Um, I love the guitar, um, mirroring the drummer in the opening. It's really, really fucking cool. Um, and the whole song has a very like staccato delivery to it. The way she delivers the lyrics, the way the kind of um, the drums play with the guitars, it's all very very punchy. I've said that word a lot, but this is a very punchy album. It makes you want to punch stuff, and the music is punchy. Um, it's almost hip hop ish, at least as hip hoppy as Ginger can be, which is to say not very. But the delivery feels that way. It's very kind of it's very kind of staccato
0: and i think that's because the layered like screaming and singing
1: yes yes i think so too um but yeah i think she um she what i'm talking about as far as tatiana's delivery really shines and kind of like that um around the two minute mark um where she kind of gives a really off-kilter delivery and it's just, it's really, really interesting because you haven't really heard it up until this point in the album. Um, and I wrote down a few lyrics here. He said, I'm, I'm missing a few details. You can't name them all. So I do what I do best and I wallpaper where there is no wall. And talk about emo shit. Um, that really grabbed my attention. I was like, okay, let me go back and see what this song is actually about. Um, and I think it's a huge, this whole song is a middle finger to God. Um, why did you build me this way? Why, um... Why am I so much different from everybody else? Um, again, the the lyrics stood out to me. Um, Some meditate. I promote calamity. The first time she says that, I was like, oh. Because she does it in that very staccato way. And then uh, the second time she delivers it, it's completely different. And it's kind of like she's like getting more frustrated with it. And it's super, super cool. Um, I don't know if it's Tatiana specifically, but this song feels like somebody struggling with an identity crisis almost it's like um why do i boil ice now this is the verse of ice it's like well i boil ice and it should be verse of ice or something like that um it's just really really cool the kind of imagery about being different and um you know i really love that um that line specifically some pe- some meditate while i promote calamity it's just this, this there's this inner struggle that she has it's kind of like what I've been going through. Honestly, it's like, I love to meditate, but there's just been this inner calamity in me that I just like, I can't deal with it. It's just yeah. like, it's constantly on my mind and I'm constantly thinking about it. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's crazy. I think maybe that's why i doing my own psychoanalysis analysis. Here. It's probably why I connected with the song. Like I did. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's
0: kind of similar to what I went through with Liffy last <laughs> sure, week. Sure. Um, it hits you when you didn't expect it. Yeah. Um, there are some really like cool hushed vocal breaks mm-hmm. and it really adds to the 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 feel when we get back into the metal. Um I really like the layered screaming and singing like I mentioned. Um and this does one of my favorite metal tropes where it ask a lot of like rhetorical questions. Yeah. Um it asks I looked it up. 8 different rhetorical questions were asked in Do this you song. have them? i didn't i don't i didn't write them all down but i i counted them and i was like if it's a repeat i'm not gonna write it so uh she asked them the same questions twice but eight different questions were asked um and i'd like to think she got some answers from writing it down
1: hopefully uh it it doesn't feel like she did (laughs) um but yeah this just feels like a slow spiral into like a introspective madness Mm -hmm. um not madness but maybe just an introspective whole.
0: <laughs> it was it's curious to put something this heavy like metaphorically heavy yeah. this late in the album.
1: Yeah, I think that's why it's again why it stood out to me. It was like, oh shit, this is actually this is saying something like actually meaningful here. Mm-hmm. Um it's the second to last song on the album, which is crazy. Cause this album's not short either. So no. you've, you've listened to a lot of music at this point. So to have something this poignant and uh, it, again, maybe it's just, maybe it's just recency bias. Cause it's similar to the kind of mental shit I've been going through recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. It just, I love this track. Favorite. No. <laughs> vortex is nothing beats vortex. Yeah. Yeah. That shit fucking made my dick hard in ways I didn't know it could be hard. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, I'm just
0: I got a mental image now. <laughs> so track eleven, uh Mediator. Uh you know it's gonna be an album closer when the opening lyrics are stop, go, go on. Those are the <laughs> It's like we're playing red light, green light here yeah. for a second. Um it's absolute anarchy for the yeah, first thirty seconds. Fucking brutal dude. Uh there's no way they could have kept that momentum going for the whole song, but I kind of wanted there they almost to did. Be. Um, that momentum uh, sort of gets killed with the clean vocals, sure. and then it picks back up, but it's never that same intensity of the first thirty seconds, which I listened to the first thirty seconds probably more than I listened to the rest of the album. Yeah, um, that's and, interesting, and I think that's because I have been like on a hardcore punk sure, sure, and that. It very much reminded me of something like Highway Sniper or some of the other hardcore bands I've been mm-hmm. listening to. So I really loved this as a closer I was like, hey, this is the grand finale. There's no question that this is the last track. Yeah.
1: Um so what are your thoughts? Um so first thing I wrote was fuck's sake, <laughs> can't even give a guy a break on the last track of the album, huh? And I was like this this album is like riding the vortex. If you're from Cincinnati you know what that means. Like riding the vortex, you got out like you were and you felt like you got in a fist fight. And, you know, like I said earlier with the opener, um, you know, we've been spoiled with really nice, clean closers and, you know, some closers make you want to like run the album back. Some closers beat the ever living shit out of you after you've already had the shit kicked out of you for 45 minutes. That's exactly what this one does. And it's just as good. It feels just as good as those clean entries because it's like, they don't want you to have anything left. They want this album to take everything out of you. And they make sure of that with the first 30 fucking seconds of this song. It's like, if you were even twitching, they're fucking kicking that arm, whatever twitched. Um, it's awesome, dude. Um, it just makes, cause it makes you feel alive. You know what I mean? It makes you feel like you fucking feel shit. I think that again I've talked about it before that's why I love metal it's like why why do you want to listen to such anger music is like because it fucking makes me feel shit you know what I mean it makes me it's an it's an outlet for all this shit I've been feeling and like it keeps me from kicking babies if I'm out in public I can behave because I listen to shit like ginger and it's I am not talented enough to make it myself so to have somebody like this who is talented to kind of like take my rage that I feel constantly, giving me an outlet for it. Um, it's 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 like a fucking drug, man. If it, great metal is my, in my opinion, the best shit in the world, uh, because it's a culmination of so much. Like, there's always been angry music, but nothing crystallized it better. Yeah. than metal and, and you know to the same to the stuff you listen to like metalcore and like hardcore punk it's just a different form of that but it took us fucking you know to the fucking 80s to really get good fucking hard-ass metal i mean even in the 70s we started to see with like black sabbath and shit like that we didn't have crystallization of anger in music until metal came around and i think that's the most visceral feeling you can have outside of like maybe pure love is just fucking pure rage. And to have that crystallized in a musical form that is fun to listen to. Yes, fucking I want to I don't want to have energy any fucking energy left when I'm done listening to a metal album because I want all that rage to be fucking forcibly ripped from my body. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like this track makes you long for just the deepest, longest drag of a cigarette. Like I wanted to I haven't smoked a cigarette for you know a couple months now and i've never wanted to smoke a cigarette more than when i was done with this album (laughs) um yeah man it just you know this track it fucking takes your body it fucking leaves you with a bladed nose and spits at your feet as it walks away Mm -hmm. it's like you're never gonna fucking listen to me again are you (laughs) until you see him next time you're like hey let's fucking go again yeah
0: you, you need a few days after the first yeah listen.
1: you see him you see him in class i like walking through the halls and the next like hey fuck you man yeah the, the <laughs> simple <laughs> head nod we're cool <laughs> they beat the shit out of you again um yeah i fucking love this album um anyway who wants you want to do closing thoughts you want me to go it's it? up to you um, you're already on a roll yeah i'll just fucking keep rolling then fuck it um it's basically what i've said um like 2021 sucked in a lot of ways for a lot of people right it was the second year of a pandemic um shit got better then it got worse and then here we are today you know what i mean so it's to have my two favorite metal bands release an album in the same year that never fucking happens ever in the history of my life (laughs) to have two of my really three of my favorite bands like in four because fucking Thank You Scientist, Twerp, um, Ginger, and Gojira all released albums last year or EPs in the mm-hmm. case of Thank You Scientist. But to have that much music that I love um, be released last year and have this album be a part of it, even though I hadn't listened to it till two months into 2022, to know that it happened and I had that to look forward to um, was awesome. And I think we're going to look back at like the 2021 and 2022, or sorry, 2020 and 2021 as some of the best years in music and like in recent history. I mean, I look at 2015 as a great year for music. Uh, 1997 was a great year for music. 93 was another great year for music. Um, There's just every now and again, there's a year that just, I don't know what it is, but just shit all pops off all at once.
0: I think part of it is, you know, you can't tour. So you have to, you're, you're stuck at home writing music and recording music. And it did really create a lot of cool music. And it was a cool time to start a podcast because we have had the luxury of nothing but good music coming out. Yeah, it.
1: it's fucking nuts, dude. Um, my
0: release radar is crazy every really- week. <laughs> it is. And it, they haven't stopped because they still, people aren't touring like they used to. And yeah, my My closing thoughts are pretty similar. Like this rocked my socks off. Yeah. I, I listened to it probably six, seven times. And after doing my notes listen, I was like, I'm tired yeah. <laughs> like this this album wore me out it wore me out I was um, I was
1: dreading doing this notes listen I put it off to the very last second because when I was when you texted me yesterday because I had a lot of shit on my plate like inventory whatever it's yeah. work shit and I was like I was I meant to text you and you text me like, hey because we hadn't talked in like four days I was like fuck Dylan's gonna want to record tomorrow and I was like hey what's up like, when do you want to record you want could you do it? I was like fuck fine <laughs> I don't want to put it off anymore yeah but uh yeah so um anyway i don't know where i was going with that I just a little peek behind the screen of <laughs> my feelings yesterday when you texted me yeah because <laughs> i predicted i was like dill's gonna want to record tomorrow yeah <laughs> It just <laughs> wasn't ready mentally <laughs> that i just i had it like hanging over my head yeah like, me too <laughs> me too dude i was just like fuck let's just fucking do it because i could I, I knew if i said hey let's push off a couple of days you would have been fine with it but i was like no fuck it just let, yeah. me, let me get it off my mind yeah so now um We'll get into
0: songs of the show in a minute. I'm just going to talk about what we're going to do next week before we do songs of the show. Sure. Uh, my wife has shown me a band, and I think it would be a, uh, it would be fun to have her on. Uh, it's a five-song EP from a band called Hot Milk, and the album is – or the EP is called I Just Want to Know What Happens When I'm Dead, the EP. Uh, so, <laughs> me too, Hot Milk. Me too. Uh, don't we all? Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to, to – discuss it and she's going to come on uh she's super shy super nervous about it she's and fine she's she did the, what the trash playlist with us no she did songs to change my life so that's right. the heaviest one um but i think she's
1: she's gonna have a good time yeah she's fine she'll be fine she's one thing once she gets started she'll be fine yeah uh, hopefully she's comfortable enough with me at this point too or because um, when we first did it i'd barely matter at that point
0: so. right yeah so I'm, I'm really excited about that especially you know we get a little bit uh different perspective we get female perspective in feminist february it just you know it all makes sense yeah i just kicked i think my foot just created some yeah there you go so Uh, if you hear (laughs) about
1: i don't know if you'll hear that buzz but we both heard it and it fucking weirded me out
0: (laughs) but yeah that's just uh what we're looking into next week uh we needed something a little bit shorter and kind of without discussing it i think it's because we did two kind of long albums in
1: a row so i was really really close to choosing an ep both of these weeks because i was like <laughs> we just coming off of as much as i loved beatlemania um it was a lot we yeah. did a, we did a lot we did, fucking did a shitload of stuff in january which was it was made it didn't feel as bad because it was the beatles and i love the beatles and you were discovering the beatles for really the first time so it was exciting for both of us um but <laughs> it was tired. We can't keep that intensity forever. <laughs> We're only human. Yeah.
0: Um, okay. Let's, let's do our emails for songs of the show. And then we'll get into our yes. songs of the show and wrap let me,
1: up. Let me pull them up here.
0: I can do Benji's first. Okay. Uh, ben Carter says song of the show submission. I've told you guys about how off, off and on I am with metal. So maybe I just didn't catch the right mood, but wallflowers wasn't my speed. Anytime Tatiana is singing clean, I'm in. But just too much screaming for me. Except for that guttural scream at the end of Vortex. Yeah, which, baby. That's that good, good.
1: Unfucking deniable, dude.
0: Uh, my song on the show is EDM's number one best gal, Res. Similar to Paper Rolls uh, from my top songs of 2021. This is Radio Friendly Res that still goes hard. The Undisputed Queen of Spooky Bass. Yep. Um, ben Carter. One Love, Benji, Columbus, Ohio. Uh, his song is Taste of You. Taste of You by Rez. He mm-hmm. didn't mention it in the email so I wanted to make sure we put it out there Taste of You by Rez and it's a good track.
1: It is. Um this was I he sent it to us while I was doing my little funk tirade last night. I was just so pissed. And I was like, I felt bad because you and Louie weren't responding. So I was like, well, either Dylan's working or sleeping. And I'm pretty sure Louie's sleeping. So hopefully they have their notifications turned off. But I was fucking pissed last night. <laughs> I was like, fuck this. Fuck this. I'm so mad. I thought there was something here.
0: I woke up to 63 notifications. <laughs> <in the green laughs> from Jax. just
1: me and Ben just fucking <laughs> talking about shit. Um, but uh, he sent that in the middle of that tirade. And I was like, God, this pisses me off even more because... All this proves is that all this fucking genre needs is a little polish and somebody who actually knows how to make music and not some fucking snot-nosed teen doing it fucking while they take a shit. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that's what it is. It's like I've got Pro Tools or whatever, not Pro Tools. Yeah, Pro Tools or fucking Garage Band, and I'm just gonna take a basic sound and then just layer a basic fucking trap beat underneath it. Like fuck, goddamn it! I was so pissed, dude, because I really, really want to like this subgenre because I think it could be cool. Anyway, not that song. It's a good song. <laughs> it's it's really it, you know, it's basic res stuff. If you like res, uh, you're gonna like this. I like res an awful lot. So give it a listen. Yeah. Um, anyway, into Louis who uh, got caught up with the Super Bowl. Oh, sorry, the big game stuff at work wherever he works. I'm not gonna put that on blast now either, yeah. since I've messed up. By <laughs> the NFL is gonna come hunt us down now. Um, uh, Shh. Sorry, I labeled it as spam and it went away for a second. Anyway, um, so Louis's t- email is titled, I'm back. He said, what up, what up? Sorry to miss last week, but they say absence makes the heart grow fonder. Ginger is one of my favorite bo- bands of the modern era, and Wallflowers may be their best release to date. Uh, Every member crushes, but Tatiana always steals the show. Uh, the transition from cleans to crushing growls never ceases to amaze me. The title track is my favorite and it was one of my top five of 2021. I hope the band is able to stay safe uh, and keep making music while current events heat up around them with the whole, you know, Russia wanting to rule the world thing. Um, Anyway, uh, my song of the show will be a different Ginger song titled Ape from their micro EP. Um, Short, sweet, and brutal as fuck with two zeros.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was definitely like... This was I, I like it because it is so starkly different from the rest of the album.
1: Yeah, this is this is like classic Ginger. This is what I was used to. This is this. I think that's why I didn't necessarily love it in my first listen to, it, just because it was different. Yeah. Um. Good pick though. Yeah, great pick. I it can't, it, I don't know. if... I, I, it was weird because as soon as I finished my notes, listen today, this song came on after of all the songs that could have picked from Ginger that happened to be Louie's song of the show. Mm. Uh, it was a little bit creepy, but I was like, eh, oh, fuck it. And I was gonna listen to it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so um yeah, it's fucking awesome. It's just classic ginger and it's what I fell in love with to begin with, with the same Pisces teacher teacher, that whole sound that they people know them for. This is more of that. So
0: Yeah. Um you wanna do yours?
1: Um yes. Let me pull my notes back up. Um so uh I've been trying to stick to the um all female song of the show because I think it's a cool idea and I found uh again I just went to my my normal routine of just digging on Spotify until I find something I like and I went to my um discover no was it my discover no it was my release radar this week. Um I've been getting a lot of Japanese bands ever since I did my deep dive for Tokonoma and I listen to them on my release radar every week. Um there was another band with their I'm not I can't pronounce their name. Um but they're really fucking fun. So I started listening to them and then I started digging into more Japanese shit. I saw like a big in Japan playlist. I picked on, clicked on that and I found a band called band made. I was like, okay, I know baby metal is a gimmick where it's like three female vocalists in front of a, honestly a pretty good metal band, but it's a gimmick because only one of them sings. The other two are just kind of dancers. And I'm like, okay, maybe I'll give this one a shot. And Holy fucking balls. Band-made kicks ass. I went on a huge fucking deep dive last night um, with this band. The, the bassist is fucking killer. Their drummer is killer to the point where Jimmy Page saw them live and asked for a picture with the drummer. Like, the, he approached the drummer. Like, the fucking legendary Jimmy Page is like, played with one of the best drummers of all time.
0: <laughs> Dude, that's so cool.
1: And it's they're so fucking good. It's just really good hard rock they're so tight like the lead singer it's a japanese woman so if you don't like that kind of mm-hmm. sound um you may not like this but it's like just if you watch anime this is every single great anime opening ever that's all they do mm-hmm. and they do fucking kick ass like the bass is so far forward it almost reminds me of like nuclear power trio with the way their bass tone is they're fucking great i'm gonna listen to them for the rest of time i yeah. can't wait to listen to more of them yeah oh uh, it was awesome i this uh, this the, the the song is sense sorry
0: yeah, since by Bandmaid. Holy cow, it's, it's so high energy, too. Yeah. It's so much fun. It's
1: just fun, dude. Mm-hmm. And it's it's hard, but it's fun. I don't know. It's fucking great.
0: Yeah. Uh, my song is Wildfire by Against the Current. Mm-hmm. Um, Against the Current, I've seen them at Warped Tour. They've been around for a little while. The girl's like a popular Twitch streamer, which I didn't realize until I looked at their social media. And she was like at the Super Bowl. She does a bunch of crazy shit, so... Uh, it's really cool to see that she's found some notoriety. Um, it's cool that she's on Twitch, you know. So the new song, Wildfire, it's kick-ass. I really wanted to do an Against the Current EP, but kind of audibled at the last second to to include Hot Milk. So I wanted to make sure I, I gave him a shout-out. Wildf- wildfire by Against the Current came out last week. So You said that country is Wild fuck Wildfire. Boy.
1: Wildfire. Good
0: Lord, there's Wildfire. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's our episode. Um, like we mentioned, we're gonna be doing hot milk next week. A little EP, a little a little taste yep. before we figure out what we're doing for March. Yeah. Uh, cause we haven't yet. We haven't. I was thinking about that on the way over. So um we'll discuss it off air. But uh if you want to follow our Instagram at off the clef, Twitter is at off clef and YouTube and TikTok are off the beaten clef pod. Yep. So uh thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next week. Bye.